Hey everybody, it's your Dungeon Master Woody here. We just want to welcome you to Bards of New York, our actual play D&D podcast. Thank you for your support and for giving our little podcast a download. And please, if you enjoy it, let all your friends know about all of the wonders and magic of Bards of New York. almost just repeated but let's not worry about it welcome back to another episode of your friendly neighborhood bards of new york after a little unexpected break last week thanks to some uh workplace food that no one should be having to eat at any point uh we are now back on schedule back on track uh with a little celebratory valentine's day session uh and we have our own little celebration right here of our own uh, little space night, Unan, played by Kyle. Happy birthday, King of Kings. Thank you, sir. How's it felt? Well, I had class, and then I'm here. You're here. Am I correct to say first, first birthday as a married man? It is true. It is a... Uh, Exact same experience. <laughs> <laughs> Completely congruous. Nothing great. has changed. Great, great, great. I'm sorry. L- listen, that's what as long as the entropy is settling into your bones well, uh, as we hurtle towards the heat death of the universe, you are one year closer <laughs> to that event, and that's all that matters. Uh, other than that, we have some other fun announcements today. Hannah, if you want to start that off. Yes. So, um, a little fun announcement that I just found out today. I will be streaming with Top Down Tabletop this Saturday on their channel um, at 7.30. It should be a fun one shot. It's a collaboration with a bunch of people from different channels. So watch their Instagram and we'll repost their stuff on our Instagram as well for that time. But if you're hanging out on Saturday and you want to come have fun, come on over there. And then we finally have our stuff for our 15... 1500 follower giveaway um it is a lovely set of dice from tales of echo who is a dice maker from astoria so new york local really really great there um they are extremely talented drew if you want to pull up the um photos and we'll show off these beautiful photos Um, those are the rules of the giveaway we have right there. And you can see some far away photos right there. Um, and if we go to, go to that picture one right above it. Yeah. 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 So there are the dice. Baby, baby. So if you're Um, feeling cursed with your own dice rolls, now is the time to refresh that cycle and bless yourself with the potential. Tales of Echo, uh, we kind of talked about like the vibes of our current campaign and it's got some mythological roots to it and so she had these dice um made up and they kind of resemble kind of like a marble that you would see in ancient greece um we also are giving away a dice tray that matches it as well it's gorge i wish i could have them myself um if we want to cycle through the the rules of the giveaway i think we should tell uh, her that it's my birthday and that i <laughs> we should replace everybody's entries with yours. I should yeah. at least get more than you. <laughs> yeah. okay. So the rules of the giveaway, this this whole giveaway is going to happen on Instagram. So you've got to like the post. You obviously have to follow Bards of New York, and you have to follow Tales of Echo Dice, which if you're not already, please go do it because they are so cool and like and a really affordable 
dice maker, so, you know, keep a secret. Um, and then uh, you've got to uh, comment, or like, what does it say? Comment a couple people, tag them in it. And then if you want some bonus entries, you can share it on your story. And then if you want another bonus entry, you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts and just DM us a picture on Instagram. You could also hit a rating on Spotify now. Definitely. Spotify yeah. totally yeah. added yeah. that. If you spot that five, spot that five stars Sp for us. <laughs> and if it's a birthday magic. Hey, it's my birthday. Everybody laugh. It's, yes. okay. it's like that scene, again, everything leads back to Shrek, where you've got the guy in the executioner hood just like holding up the wild reactions. Um, <clears throat> the giveaway will begin tomorrow. Um, that's when we will release the post on Instagram. And it will run through the 28th, and we will announce the winner on our stream on the 28th slash on Instagram. So in the evening. Um, so you got some time to tell your friends and to get those those submissions in so you can get the golden ticket. Yeah. Well, no, no effort for a whole lot of potential reward. That's, that's I think, a great way to look at it. And good meaning reward, yeah. too. Yep. But more importantly, it's Kyle's birthday, and that's the most important. <laughs> that's all you don't do it, you hate me and right. everything I stand for. It's a personal yeah. affront against you. Which includes... Uh, a lot of really good things, so don't be a bad person. Great, great. Good. participate in we that. Love that. <laughs> uh, any other spicy announcements today? Anything else that's on the top I'm, of the docket? If you want to see Woody in uh, South Pacific, head to their website or come join our Discord, and we'll share the link with you. Um, if he's in your neck of the woods right now, he's in Iowa, I think, on a bus. He was in Georgia recently, um, and Dan's on a cruise ship. If you want to go on a cruise yeah. and watch Dan perform. Let us know. Join our Discord, and we yeah. will uh, let you know what <laughs> a lot it is. Of wonderfully personal information that gets flung through yeah. this one, um, <laughs> including what he's bank info. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was just. That on, was, that's I'm still sorry. on the internet. That was live on stream. <laughs> that was on yeah. stream. <laughs> Twitch has that for forever. You know, they that's their archives. Um, uh, trying to think if there's anything else other than again the weekly shout out to Paliwags for this fabulous layout we're sitting in. Uh, to Vic's draws of top down tabletop for the just idyllic character art that will be sighting again right beneath my visage here on stream. Uh, and then lastly, the cycle has begun anew, and we are moving back, uh, continuing the counterclockwise circle for the tarot cards for the session. I believe it's you. Are you sure you don't want to do it because it's your birthday? No, it's your I mean, I, I don't want to break from tradition. I did it okay. last time, and I shouldn't get special treatment. <laughs> no, I totally shouldn't. Well, here's what I'll say. I'll you take did, it. I'll you take did it. get skipped by Woody. And then we went to you, so we'll. This is the full reset. Yep. The full reset. We'll start here with you on okay, your birthday. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, now we're back on the, the biblical cycle, yep. right? I accept the terms. So, pick a card, any card, to influence, influence us today. Influence. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it? A really good one. Ooh, that's death. The riding horse. Of metamorphosis, a great change is on the horizon. New characters. <laughs> Woo! Okay. TPK. I mean, listen. With gods. <laughs> Whoa! How did we fuck up that bad? <laughs> Stay tuned. Is, is that a TUK total universe kill? <laughs> it's uh, a TDK total deity kill. Great, fabulous. Sent straight to the god sleep. Do oh. not pass go. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. After a little break, we are now going to descend back through the stars to the world of Regulus Prime. Last session was an interesting one, just a quick little recap. 
we had found our guards lingering on the half, having recently returned there after an excursion and meeting a new god, Hylan. Uh, and in this session, it became clear that some years had passed since your last arrival on Regulus. So you were sort of dealing with that before you were called up to have a meeting with one of the brothers, Celestial Vikestar, who you met with in their own little prime domain or a pocket of their prime domain to talk about a group of individuals who had been sort of behaving strangely as far as Vikestar's senses could pick up. A bunch of worship had disappeared from a small settlement called Brighthorn. And these four faces that kept showing up that seemed to be uh, important for the future of, of your guys' existences or the world's existences to some extent. So you took that information and you said that you would, you know, at some point check that out, cast some, some quiet, stealthy uh, investigations that way before you briefly stopped with Hyland at the Mind Bleed, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. Had Hyland take a, uh, a dive and see a vision of a shining massive city on the coast before then venturing down back to heart of god Uthavanan, where you found things have changed right the city has expanded the tree city right the tree itself has more growth to it it's expanded more into the woods uh the domiciles the housing it's all built up and there's a new guild that's been seemingly established right the nevrasil and you were meeting with your the founder of the nevrasil tamzin a familiar face when it became clear that Unin had been leading these people, to some extent at least, uh, and was referred to as like, Your Honor, My Liege, uh, very, very sort of noble titles. Uh, And apparently Unin's been doing this for some time. And we ended the session, and this moment we'll pick right back up on, as you were all having tea with Tamsin in the Neversil tent, walking in through the tent flaps were a slightly wiser looking Uviran, and Unan, clad in resplendent, shimmering elven regalia, or elvenan regalia. And I believe the last words were uh, something along the lines of, isn't this a surprise? From Unan down at the base of the tent. Let's call him uh, Tunin. <laughs> Tunin. Tunin down at the, well, which one is Tunin? That's the question. <laughs> Who's who? Uh, <laughs> uh, as we enter season five of Westworld. Uh, no. So, <laughs> We'll pick back up right here. So th- you've got Ulveran and Tunin down by the entrance of the tent. Uh, all of you sitting, or I think you guys were sitting, right? At least a couple of you had taken a seat around the, the big desk at the head of this sort of tent sighting with Tamsin drinking the tea. And this is where we find ourselves with about 120, 150 feet of space uh, and some decline there between the pair of you and a lot of tension. Townsend is sort of like, I, but you are, I, I thought, and Tunin, much to Ulveran's quiet sort of demeanor, who's clearly just gauging the situation, hand resting lightly on that big book at their hip. Tunin is just standing there, arms crossed, a little bit of a smirk on the face. But the room is quiet. Unin stands up. And 
starts walking towards Tuna. Just like slowly walking like from the table and down. Okay. Hylan is gonna lean over to the two of you still like watching Unan walk down, lean over, still tea in the hand. Ah. Uh, which one's which? I'm not sure. Just watch. I think we'll find out. It just takes a big, like, extra loud slurp of the tea. <laughs> anyone want to play, play specs? Tamsin, as you're walking down. Uh, m- my lord, um, lords... Flash so look. Roll me a critical intimidation check. Mm. Ooh. Not very good. Not that I'm really worried about. Ten. Ten? Yeah. Let's see, yeah. Solid ten. Uh Tamsin sort of looks a little taken aback, less frightened than more kind of alarmed. And the pair of you still sitting near Tams and watch him sit down and kind of like grab onto the edge of his desk a little bit. Very wary, very wide-eyed. Is there anything else either of you are going to do as you see in the walking down? Just going to watch. <laughs> going to let it <laughs> <Great>. play out. <clears throat> as you're walking down, uh, you can see that Overrun sort of leans over into Tunin's ear and he speak something and Tuton just sort of inclines his head watching you mostly eyes fixed on you he gives it like a, he makes a couple of gestures at Overrun but again does nothing as you approach <coughs> what do you do? I step forward until like just past the what for normal a normal person would be the uncomfortable right, level like of just distance. a little you yeah, know like every, kill. everybody has has like yeah. the the line it's, it's their orbit you've passed decisively into their orbit exactly right? yeah um and uh stone expression and just nothing boring holes. Right, just staring yeah. dead through. Yeah. Well, I have to say it's a remarkable facsimile. Very clever, isn't it? Who sent you? It's sort of like moving into your orbit a little bit, like really, really close. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like if he tilted his head, you could start hearing the like the swooning violins playing. But he sort of moves past. Is this therapeutic? Like, I don't know is what's this happening. What this, yeah, I've, I've read about this Wait, in the simulations, what? but now that it's in front of me, the opportunity. Loki season two. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> he sort of moves kind of parallel 
to the height with your exact head, so he his chin just drifts over your shoulder a little bit. And in just a hushed voice, in Celestial, he whispers, Do you have a little fun with my plan? He leans back. So one of his haunches are getting crossing his arms. Ask you again, who who sent you? Um. <laughs> no, not again. Not again. Um. I hope she can feel it somewhere. I hope she yeah. can feel that she's being honored across the way. Um. <laughs> It's so accurate. <laughs> I, uh... Are you afraid somebody's looking for you? What I, did you do? I wasn't, exactly. And now, it's a bit suspicious. Is it not? Because we came down here? What? And Tamsin, again, is like, now a little watching pair of you... Still, like, hands touching the desk, but beginning to move a little bit. And Tunin sort of straightens up, loosens up a little bit. I start to activate my uh, gravity well ability. Okay. It's not like a a thing where I go, Yeah, yeah, it's just like a a shift in the the momentum, mm. yeah. And this is the one where you're drawing in? Yeah. Okay. What are the saves for that? Just for my own thought. Um, let me. Fuck me. Let me pull off this shit. It's, uh, it's my birthday, folks. Give me a break. <laughs> stop, block, pit stop. While we're uh, pit stopping, hello to everyone from Top Down Tabletop. We love you. And yes, let's do crossover. Oh, <laughs> we're yeah. We're at epic level and we're at the Wait, level. Yes. <laughs> that would kind of be fun. That would be very, that'd be chaos. Hot chaos, but hot. Emphasis on the hot. Yeah. If that uh, was clear. DM Shanks, it's, it's quite adjusted. It'd be, it'd be really at this point. Uh, we, it's, it's using the 5e rules as a, as a guideline, as a vague suggestion. They're more like guidelines we're... anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, is this the racial trait or the or the? Uh, the this this is going to be uh, the, the from the gravity. Uh, yes, right. indeed. I think I have that somewhere. I do as well. I'm <laughs> crying. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh, sorry, guys. Looking for some, but the point is that your oh, my computer is actually just just fucked up, clipping its way through. Uh, that's fine. I can, f- but the, you're, the, you're trying to pull him in or everything it's, in. I think at, so. At the way that I, if I remember it correctly, is at at first like active at first level mm-hmm. of it doesn't. It's not really a, a huge amount of pull. Um, it would only be a. It would only be. A, I guess it would be with the I've, like. I've got it here within five feet. Uh, so you're creating. 
You're embodying the black blah, blah. In a 15-foot sphere centered on you, it gravity's warped to pull creatures in your direction. Mm-hmm. At the start of their turn, which you know, blah, they make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, they're pulled five feet closer to you. Creatures within five feet of you have disadvantage on deck saves while they're in that area, and their speed is halved, and you have opportunity to attack. Yes. You can use it once per short or long rest. Okay. Uh, oh, but it's it's quite upgraded now. But still, you're. Uh, are you trying to pull him enough that he's going to fall prone, or just sort of like no. keep him in that well? Basically? It's more. It's more of in like a an activation of feeling it. Like I want to. I want. Yeah. I want the pressure. To feel it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So given that he's already in, I'm not. After all that, I won't have him roll a necessary save for it. But basically, you sort of let that force sort of shift within you that polarity switch so that the area around you starts to the air like thickens and ripples as if you were for you guys looking down from the from the desk it looks like Unin is sort of surrounded in heat haze almost and things like the carpet is like shifting upwards a little bit some pieces of furniture are beginning to rattle and drift a little bit and you see Tunin's shoulders sort of hunch over for a moment before he straightens himself Well, I'd <clears throat> I'd be happy to entertain you in my quarters, perhaps, and we can discuss your arrival here. The pair of you, I, of course, recognize. I wonder why it is that you have played such a fun trick, perhaps? Or brought a gift, maybe? Um, I think... Here, we'll, we'll, we'll talk in your quarters, and we'll we'll figure this that all out. That would be nice, right? Good, good. We can do that then. I'll let you all finish your tea, shall I? I'm not thirsty. I'll just come now. <laughs> we all Absolutely. we all ready? Yeah, I think we get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's nothing much to get to the bottom of, save for asking you all a few questions of my own. Um, can I do a vibe check <laughs> to see if he's about to like gank us or some yeah, shit? Yeah, I'll I'll say this is this is yeah, more, I'm, more I, of a specific insight check, check yeah. but <laughs> hashtag vibe check. Uh, but less for direct lies, right? Yeah, the vibe check. I'm oh, roll me a vibe check. I'm the god of vibes here. All right. All right. Damn. Patron <laughs> saving vibes. Okay. Okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Great. Did you really? I did. Roll a natural 20? Uh, well, okay. First like, roll. It's like barely even shocking anymore. That's you know? what totally Death, taxes, Drew rolling natural 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute universal assurances. Put um, on your calendars. That's a total of 30. Cool. Great. Wow. So it's what, 25 and 30? Yep. So the pair of you, I, you definitely don't sense any active, like, malicious intent. It doesn't feel like, you know the words of an assassin drawing you into some back room before you're brutally flanked and ganked and drawn and quartered. This is, there's clearly something going on here behind the words, but it doesn't feel negative. If that was the vibe that you were looking for, okay. necessarily. Okay, Yep. Um, but again, he leans over uh, and you see his fingers sort of dance. Roll me a perception check, the two of you. I don't think you necessarily notice it if you're more bored into him and you're close enough. Oh, I have a bad perception. 
14. 14? 15. Yeah, I mean, the pair of you can sort of see a little light flickering in between his fingers as if he was rolling a coin, kind of. But it sort of flickers over this white light and then disappears. And as he's sort of whispering to Overon and does that, Overon just straightens, bows, turns to up towards, you know, the, the expanse of the tent up the little ramp towards you guys. And then in, in this new sharpened language that is more refined and uh, recognizable as something akin to Elven, you hear Overon speak, Fieldmaster Tamsin, I will come and visit upon you later. We shall discuss your upcoming business, yes? And perhaps lay this to rest. Good afternoon to you. And Overon pivots and leaves. And Tunan turns to do so. We'll keep things conspicuous. Follow after me when you're ready and meet within the heart tree. Not the heart tree, but meet within the... <laughs> it's too much. Too, too many threads. I can feel them. I can see all the sheet music here. Uh, uh, meet within the... The entrance to Heart of God, and I'll have my dais meet you to bring you to my chambers. See you soon, guests. And he gives you a wink, and then turns. I'd like to point out, he has a hard time walking away. <laughs> he, you, you basically watch him <laughs> turn around and like... Like, have you ever tried to get out down. of the ocean yeah, with yeah. A, a bit of like a current pulling you back out? It's kind of like that, but if the ocean was also made of sticky tar molasses, right? Like, <laughs> he has to, like, get bend down at the hips a little bit and, like, half waddle through the air until he breaches that threshold, at which point he sort of skates back out of the room. You can f the pair of you, or the, including Hylan, you see Tamsin sort of, like, loosen a little bit, but sort of shuffles back into his chair. Thanks, Ava. Uh, the cone. <laughs> it takes everything down. I have to say, it is. It perhaps should not be a surprise that each time I run into you, the days become much more eventful than I would have thought. Gazes down to Una. Are you still just stock still stand, standing there? Um, you you see around Unin a a moment of intensifying the mm -hmm, that he gravity well to the point yeah. where maybe even like parts of the ground around him like start to crack a little bit. Yeah. But it's like a it's like a flex and then like a let, letting go yeah. of it and it dissipates. A build and release of tension, yeah. basically, right? It's, it's like a gravel crack. Yeah. Some wood bending a little bit. Oh my. <laughs> a build and release, release of tension. tension. Uh, <laughs> the hidden meanings. Yeah. <laughs> say, got a force? Say more. Uh, uh, enough of that. Uh, 
Yeah, like you can hear the, the wood creaking and some of the stone under the under the floor of the tent crack before it, that haze fades away, and mm-hmm. allowing you to stand up even a little straighter. But you, with Tamsin watching that brief moment, Lord Nefric, should I be? Should I be concerned? I don't think so. I mean, there's something we need to figure out. Yeah. Yes, well, uh, perhaps it would be best if you went and sorted that then. Are you okay? I'm not <coughs> sure. To be frank, it is not every day that you see the leader of your people twice in the same space. <coughs> In fact, I can safely say this is the first time that has happened. Understandable. And I am... I am quite a busy person, so... I should get back to my tasks, seeing to the the scouts and whatnot. I hope you enjoyed your tea. It was great. Good. Be well. My old lady Pat. <laughs> he just sort of like <laughs> sh- shrinks a little bit into himself. I cast old lady Pat. <laughs> at Tiff level. What is that? <laughs> Enchantment? <laughs> 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 uh, necromancy? Necromancy. <laughs> it steals a little bit of your life force. <laughs> We've all been there. It's minuscule. Um... Yeah, you pat him on the face a little bit, and he just sort of like sinks into his shoulders a bit and takes another sip of his tea. Do say hello before you go. Of course. And then he like sort of nods at you and like tries to avoid putting Unan in his field of vision as he starts to rifle around for some of the, the paperwork. Uh, in the desk and starts, you know, basically trying to find some kind of parchment or busywork to busy himself with. Orvin, <laughs> are you ready to go? Highland again sort of leans into the crowd, he's still sitting, like taking another. <laughs> Gross sip. Just how Woody drinks his coffee. Yeah, it's what's it. It's a long sip of it. Should I go and tell someone back home about this? I feel like I feel like I should tell someone about this. Um, you mean up there? Yeah, or? I think it's a little weird, right? As long as it's not La. No, or I mean, Aldwin. Ooh, what if you went and found Vikestar? Vikestar. Speak to him. Oh. Just let him know. Just say, hey, this is happening. And yeah. Bat it on over Actually, to his court. And he, like, sticks his hand in one of his little pockets and like, he has some kind of, like, leather moment, I think, underneath his, the outer layer of his gear. He looks like a child. Pulls out that little, this little strange angular black stone 
That's a really good idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'll be back later. Okay, just give us a shout. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll find you. The, maybe the, yeah. I give him an old lady pat too. He like, as opposed to, <laughs> to, to Tamsin sinking in, he like really receives it. Oh great. He, he looks like He's the kind cow. of guy that, that will absolutely <laughs> visit his grandmother just for like grandmother's like milk grandma. and cookies, you know what I mean? So like the old lady pat definitely like, hmm. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> 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 it's just like takes, like chugs the tea, puts it down, gives a, a bow to Tamsin, and dashes out the door. Um, let's go. Are you okay? You don't seem okay. Should we find out what's happening, and then we can do a damage control? I am quite perturbed. Uh huh. Why do you think? Let's go. We'll, we'll get answers, and then maybe you'll be less or more. Hmm. What does that have to do with that bet? Oh, gone. <laughs> <gasps> Drift straight out the. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Not walks. Drifts. To, to keep up the facade, I'm still hobbling like yeah. an old lady. <laughs> it's like you're Cutting. paddling through space, yeah. right? With a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a grunt. You know this? Yeah. <laughs> There, are, it's some Eastern European myth where you've got like some hobbly old witch who like well, flies yeah. around. Well, she does she fly in the cauldron? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then that's it. Because there are some 100%. depictions where she has the like sure. the the broom of just like that's basically a, a pestle of branches, and she yes. does the same thing. Like, if it's Eastern European, it's, it's Baba always Yaga. Baba Yaga. Uh, Great. I, Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're about to start that myth for this. <laughs> This world, this world, so yeah. we shall see. What you've been here twice, it? three times the charm. Uh, so you're sort of waddling afterwards at some speed, mm-hmm. uh, leaving at least for a brief moment you in the tent alone with Tamsin there. How have you been? Busy, my lord. Busy. What's this? This business that Ulgaron was speaking of. Well, it is what we do here. The Neblusil, we are... It is our business now to venture forth. For the time that may come, many seasons to pass when the forest is not enough. So you're... Something like scouts exploring we are everything we need to be we started by taking stock of what we were and then started to take stock of what was around us and those we encountered and we've grown to so many things under the name of someone once who showed us there was a great deal more than what we understood that's incredible it is only the beginning, my lord, only the beginning. But there is lots to do, and lots of places to make our mark on. And there are many other people we found. Some of our own are getting restless as it is. What do you intend to do with all of this? 
What do you mean? What are you going to do once you've explored everything, done everything? Well, I hope that will take a good bit longer than you make it seem. Well, you've done so much in the time that... Oh, perhaps I make it sound too grand. I am only looking to impress my present company, perhaps. The last time you were here, it was made clear to some of us quite how small we were. And I think the smaller we feel, the more content part of us feels and the more anxious the rest of us. Each and every individual battles that and we as the Nevrasil choose to walk that exact line. Whether it is in finding and keeping our wealths or making sure the maps look right with each passing day. And those we find who we think may be helped by our presence, we, that's our purpose as well. It must not perhaps sound the most enticing life to one of your stature. No, I think it sounds amazing. You're learning and growing and experiencing. That's, you're feeling things. We can but try. I felt a lot of things this morning. That is certain. That's all part of being alive. That's so important. Still learning that. Still learning that. It's what's so sad about those we've met. They don't have the time that we have to learn. So that's what we have for you. But uh, I will distract you from dealing with this. Right. Yes. We will take care of this. I hope so. It will be a, a great shame to leave things in this strange way. In this strange shape. Well, I will go. Nevrick reaches out. Grab. He t like stutters a moment and then leans and grabs like the inside part of your your elbow and leans in and a little sort of frantically gets a little too close. The fires keep burning the woods to the north. We have not heard from the scouts from Helithan in some days. What with what happened today worries me. And then he leans back. It is always too long between your visits, it would seem. I look forward to seeing you before this is all done. Absolutely. I will make sure before I leave. Yes. And he just takes out a bunch of random pieces of paper and stuff. <laughs> Just like frantically scribbling on them. You know, like Donald Trump after he's like done with people, and yeah. he's just like. <laughs> Literally, it's like you can. He's like not even really writing. He's just like scribbling away and stuff. Chomp. Okay. 
Um, are you going to head outside? Yeah. Okay. So the pair of you who headed out quite quickly uh, back into the bright sort of mid-afternoon sun glittering over the, the massive settlement of Uthevenan are immediately greeted by that small, berobed little goblinoid person. Uh, your visit was well, then? Do you want it to be well? Well, I have been told to escort you some, oh, some ways. We'll follow you. Yes, uh, there was another. He'll catch up. Catch up. Uh, onwards to the tree. And he like, again, down low. Almost, you can, he doesn't quite get to the all four point, but he leans over so his hands are swinging as if he's more used to walking on all fours. Like than... an itty bitty T-Rex. That's like, what yeah, thinking? yeah, like a, a tiny T-Rex in a toga, basically. <laughs> Put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, going going away. And he, he like skitters along down the sort of the dusted path that you came towards that leads to that big route that sort of arches. He goes qu- quite, quite fast, quite quickly before turning around. Come on then. I'm trying to wait as long as I can before I let that accident (laughs) I guess I got five sessions Uh, so uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so do you guys start following okay Uh, so you pass along with him uh and there's definitely a difference between the two journeys. The last time you came here, there was surprise, there was awe, there was a lot of you know tension directed in his way, and now people are noticeably moving away from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not it's not like a spit on the outsiders, on the non-believers, but it's just like an, an avoidance, a turning of the shoulder, a busy work. Much like Tamsin in the office, these people are like finding suddenly things to do, cleaning their doors or mm-hmm. polishing roots or... Yeah. Clambering the, tr- you know what I mean? Like they're just moving away. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Family Guy uh, Star Wars movies? Yes. There's an ep- there's one moment where these two stormtroopers are just like, or these two like em- Empire soldiers are just like digging around, and like Vader walks by and they just go Empire stuff, yeah. Empire yeah. stuff, Empire literally, stuff. literally. Uh, I would Hannah, like yeah, to um, cast Prestidigitation, and every footstep I take, it would looks like little flowers and grass just grows. tufts of grass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. That's it. The thing where, like, you, the grass grows as the foot leaves, and as soon as you leave the spell's radius, like, the grass, like, whoosh, yep. you know, withers away. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh, can both of you roll me a perception check? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then... Never can assume you're gonna sort of try and follow the path back and make, catch up to them. Yeah. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Eighteen. Yeah. You both can sort of hear more than you can see, especially once you start doing the fancy footwork. Once people are behind you, once you pass by them, you can hear murmuration, right? You can hear muttering. You can't exactly discern what they're saying in wholesale, but there's there's more of the earlier tone. Right of that awe, the awe that you're inspiring in people, mm-hmm. but it's much quieter and it's done when your backs are turned. Mm-hmm. Right. 
as you are led under that root and round <laughs> back into the opening. I think I should describe the tree if you were look, looking at it from a, a top-down perspective and without the sort of obscurity of the, the branches of the, the canopy. The huge trunk itself is sort of many-faceted, like a, a, like a 12-sided shape, or, you know, it's a very big, but a bunch of irregular sides to it almost. Mm -hmm. You know how yeah. the trunk of a tree is perfectly uh, circular. Mm -hmm. uh, and right at the front of the tree, where the archway opening is, there are two exceptionally big roots that sort of bisect. And I think we talked about how there are a couple sort of bigger sections of these roots. Yeah. Uh, one of which houses the tent, and that's the one you're coming from. So you go under that large root and then back into this V-shaped almost courtyard that is uh, backed up to the edge of the forest edge by the tree line where you initially stepped forward from. And then sort of tapers up towards the tree where these roots converge and shape into that archway opening. And that's where this little uh, goblinoid attendant. Did I ever give you the name Spiegel. of, no, not not the name of the, the goblins themselves, but the name of the- uh, This person? I don't uh, think so. No, 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 not of this person, but of- uh, The race? The race, yeah. I don't think so. No. You said they were I like feel goblins. Like you would, that would have, certain piece of information of the world given your particular jobs outside. I feel like, mm -hmm. especially you as the afterlife and of emotions, you're connected to all the people who are connected to your domain, right? So you would sort of be aware of what they were called by now. Uh, the, what we would understand today as elves, are known of course as the Elven, right? Mm -hmm. As the truly old-blooded. Uh, the High Elves are called the Ur-Elven. You are, you are dash Elven. Mm -hmm. the, one, the other ones, the ones who are more on the outside of the tree and in the forest, they're called the En-Elven, E-N, like Tamsin. Mm -hmm. The ones like uh, Sartor, right, that pale one, and all the other three-eyed ones, they are known as Urken, U-R-K-H-E-N-N. -N. The angular, sort of strange, really tall ones, the ones that kind of look like La, with the backwards bending joints, mm -hmm. they're called Dirven, D-I-R-V-H-E-N-N. And these little squat ones are called Golven, G-O-L-V-H-E-N-N. Sounds like Gollum to me. Yeah, well, now that I've done myself... Dirvan and Gollum. Yeah, great. <laughs> Dirvan and Gollum. I hate the holes that we dig ourselves into when we write these things. They sound so good at the time. They, they sound when great. When I'm like, on the subway, like, fuck yeah, you know? <laughs> um... <laughs> Master's yeah. great levels. So, okay. you're being brought under the big root mm -hmm. and through and into mm -hmm. the courtyard and then into that the archway. It's fairly bustling now. I, you know, it's there are people moving in and out of it at quite a regular pace. And the, it, as soon as you pass into the tree, and this is probably around Nevrick when you're sort of making your own way and catching up to the group just by rote. If you're going straight to the archway, you'll see them passing in. Yeah. Um, so you all three end up walking in at once. Uh, the inside of the tree is still well lit. This huge column-like space with the stairwells running up the inside of it. And it's all lit with uh, less so that iridescence of the first time, 500 years ago. But the sap in the trees, while there still is an iridescent glow about them, it mostly actively sheds this amber light into the inside of the tree. It's almost like the inside of the bark has become a little crystallized in its own sap and reflects a lot of the light, so it looks like the inner column of the tree itself is actually glowing this gentle amber mm -hmm. color. Um, and there are people dashing all the way about. You can see bustling work 
in different sort of pockets lodged in the inside of the tree. Lots of these little platformers rising up the empty column of the tree itself, or down below your sight. And as you're brought right through sort of the, the crowd being parted for you by this little squat uh, Golven uh, uh, scout, basically. Pardon me, move aside, please, move aside. Business attended to, business attended to, move aside. You know, just scrabbling his way. Uh, still with that, the whispering murmurs behind you as you pass. You reach the edge of the open column, right? The open column of the inside of this tree. It sort of is fenced off by these two almost banisters of wood that come around on either side and open up into a, something of a gangplank in the middle of the uh, the middle of the open tree column. And there are a bunch of these little gangplanks all over the inside of the tree. But as soon as you get there, the little goblin stands on the edge of the gangplank and looks up and lets out this high-pitched whistle that I can't really do, like a full, like, finger whistle. Uh, I think any... I'll blow the mic if I do it. I mean, do you want to try it? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, very much like that. Are we good? Okay. Are we good, crew? <laughs> nice. Uh, do we get that? Do we need more <laughs> yeah, is that Is that clean? Is the other clean? Ava looked at me. She knows that whistle's for her. Hi. Great. Uh... And no sooner than this goblin whistles, but this large hexagonal plate descends quite quickly through the column of the tree, and it's lined almost in a snowflake pattern with these sort of blue glowing gemstones on the bottom and on the top, as you see it slow down and clunge into place on the gangplank. And this little Golven assistant, after you, fine guest, please, stays in the half bow. Old lady Pat, and I get on the platform. <laughs> Still can grass I, growing under I my ask, feet. Yeah, oh, I, I just assume, unless you otherwise tell me, that that is pretty much a constant application of the, of the spell. Uh, and I love this. I want to keep finding traits for the mortal forms, right? Like the things that, that happen when these mortals are around. Because um, that's that's now another one of like, oh, the ground buckles when <laughs> Unin's around, Angry. I guess. Angie, Angie. Uh, oh yeah, again, God of Force. Um, mm. <laughs> so, uh, can I just ask your with, with these these pats? What's the general the general emotion being conveyed there? Because re, you know, regardless of whatever expression is on your face, is this like the touch of death brushing them? Is this <laughs> like the <laughs> you know, not necessarily like you're draining their life, but but is it? Just describe the act for me, because then I might have you roll something. It's a comfort, Pat. It's <laughs> like, like, like a, a it's like grandma, a, like yes, like a, you're safe with me, yeah. like very, very. Um, what is the the trait? It's um very nurturing. Sure, sure. So she's also saying, "You're I, mine. You'll <laughs> be mine one day." <laughs> this won't be the last time I touch you. All of you are my children. Hush, hush. Yes. The shadow falls on you soon. Uh, I know when you want to play back later on. Right. Uh, can I please just get... I can't... I can't decide. I think I want this to be a... Uh, a persuasion check, please. But I will allow you to add your wisdom modifier if you so choose depending on how much if it's just like literally a tap 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 or if you if you like this meaning something to people when you do it I'll allow you to roll with mm -hmm. wisdom thank you 
That's what I thought. I think I'm kicking up what you're putting down there. <laughs> 29. 29. Okay. So you, again, you like, as he's done this whole shtick, he's led you in here, parted the throng, so you've given this little pat, the grandma pat. And you just sort of can feel him go a little bit slack under your, not like crazy, but like, uh, yeah. <laughs> tap, tap. <laughs> not the Dementor. Night, night. Uh, but the same way that, that Highland responded, right? The little like, mm, but without that vocalization. Um, there's just a conveyance of this, mm-hmm. the, the warmth that you've given is, you can feel it be received and a, a little tension drop in the shoulders. Mercy so when you pleased. <laughs> it's it's all of the like little small pointy eared pale uh, you know gremlinoid assistants it's a little it's a little golem it's a little like master has given Dobby a sword (laughs) animal here going on Um, yeah you you feel him sort of have a little release of tension there uh, a little relax, relaxing in the shoulders, uh-huh. and as you pass by, you watch him sort of still bow, but just give you a a little a little smile and a nod as you head in. Um, His teeth are disgusting, <laughs> like a pointed like can veins. And <laughs> you see, <laughs> yeah, so, so much so that he can barely close his mouth. Right, that it's just sort of like <laughs> they're a little more civilized looking than that. Uh, I assume you're just drifting onto the lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So the three of you get onto this little dais, the glowing dais, and as soon as you're on, the banisters sort of shift as if there was a wind blowing through the wood and they close in front of the gangplank after the, go- the goblin has passed back through them. And the dais quickly glows a little brighter, that snowflake-esque sigil, before rising straight up through the cylindrical column of the tree. <laughs> It's a, yeah, like it's a, a little dodgy. <laughs> Whoa! It's like when an elevator starts really, really fast. You know what I mean? There's, it's zero to sixteen, just suddenly you go right up. Um, and perhaps it's a little strange. I'm not sure how you each feel about actual, the f- like physical transit that isn't directly propelled by your own force. It's a little weird for me. Um, might be sort of old hat to you. You've been around here before, but. Even still, you're mo- you mostly travel by your own thought, right? And this is not that. As you're pushed up through the tree, this sort of gentle breeze being rushed past you, both from the speed itself and from a temperature change somewhere above you. Uh, and it's moving fast enough through this humongous tree that it's actually kind of hard to see what's going on, on the in the actual activity of the tree itself. But you have quite a fl- ways to travel. You've got a couple minutes standing on this dais <coughs> rushing through this huge tree together. everyone okay? Are we still confused? What are you going to do when we get there? I do not know. Okay, that's fair. Yes? Were you there? Did you hear about the bet? Yes. I think this is a result of you losing the bet. But I guess you kind of won. You didn't physically have to be here. 
This has nothing to do with what was said in that bed. Do you know whether that or not sure? that, whether or not that's his reasoning? It does not logically follow that my identity would be stolen. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you handle <laughs> this one. Like, kind of just hums for a while, this rushing going by the pleasant humming from underneath your feet. And it starts to actually pick up speed a little bit the higher it goes. Not, you know, tremendously so. But you're on here for about two minutes with the tree rushing past you until you reach that threshold that you feel like you've traveled up too much tree. Like the tree is the tree's big, the tree is tall, but you've been you've been clipping along on this little elevator for a while now. It's like in Mass Effect 1 before the Legendary Edition came out and you were on the, the Citadel elevators for six years getting upstairs. Mm. This is what that's like, right? You're going up and up and up and up and up. And eventually, what would be a darkened canopy starts to shine brightly as if there was sunlight pouring through. And that white light grows and grows and grows and grows until it suddenly, as you reach the level of this light, get enveloped in it. And everything slows to a still. And that white light softens a little bit and you can feel a gentle breeze rushing through and you can hear leaves rustling and birds. Birds chirping, singing this bird song. And as the light really sort of settles in, you find yourself still standing on this dais, this stone hex hexagonal platform that's now only gently, softly glowing as this dais is nestled in what seems to be impossibly the literal very top of the canopy of the tree. There are some branches jutting out around you upwards, rich with leaves, and perched on all the littler branches that sprout off is like a whole family of small, like round little birds that look very similar to that weird, pudgy, iridescent sparrow shape. And they're everywhere. Just chirping, almost singing at each other. And just at the edge of the dais, where the, your, the dais is settled up, and you've got the branches, you know, verging off, branching off right after the edge of it, directly ahead of you. Around you, got, you can see the sky above you, the horizon as far as you can see, though it's sort of weird and hazy. Just where those branches start to jut out at the edge of the, the hexagon, uh, sort of wound in branches is something of a of like a half moon shaped not exactly desk but piece of furniture made from the branches with a bunch of little trinkets on them and sigils and tablets and things behind which feet perched up on the actual platform itself on this like sort of furniture this branch furniture itself sits in midair tunan just sort of sitting there going over this, like, piece of parchment a little bit. Ah! You've come. That didn't take too long. Good, good, good. <clears throat> Pause. Please, don't talk like that with that face. What? Why? That's weird. I know! And you might be angering someone. Oh, come on. 
Come on. You have no right. I well well I don't I, don't, I I'm not not sure about no right. Not not no right. I didn't mean it in any sort of offensive measure. I hope you understand. I was just following the strictures. I didn't do anything bad. Really. This has to end. Oh, well, 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 certainly. I mean, the deed is long done. The deed is long done, so... Uh, let's see, Unan can make something of a trouble. You've, you've caused actually a great, a great exit point for this character in the in in the in the story here. We can find a great, a great right out somewhere. Um, yes, yes, we can do that. We can do that. How would you like to go? I'm not some storybook character. struck a nerve. Uh, okay. Let me perhaps... Wipe my visage from your face. Now. And he flickers his fingers again and that little ball of light sort of swishes around and it, then he flicks his hand up and the ball grows into a sphere about volleyball-sized you now recognize that white ball of flickering light and all those weird pieces of writing and scripture sort of chaotically fluttering around in there. And it just, the light sort of bathes over him like moonlight. And as it does, Unan sort of melts off, sizzling into steam, leaving behind the refined, like, ivy-bound uh, sort of berobed in the forest uh, very sharp figure of Kirahan. And once that the visage of Unan washes off, he flickers his fingers again and that orb shrinks down a little bit just to about the size of a, 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 a tennis ball, really. He lets it rest in his palm and he starts doing like David Bowie labyrinth <laughs> tricks with it while he's sort of sitting in the air. Ishtar goes, oh, well, if we're, we're <laughs> getting comfortable, and I shift into, like, cloaked Ishtava, what I, Proper. what I, like, look like similarly on, like, the, I almost said the anvil. What is the, our home base called? The hearth. The hearth. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, like, powered down. Sure. So I don't, like, sure, melt like, human eyes. Just, just that sort of hooded, uh, unknowable shape, right, like, or oh, what's the word? Not disguised, but hidden mm -hmm. shape, a visage without any of the external godly, like yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it, love I'll it. I'll do the same. <sighs> never, never, just like shed, shifts back wings, shifts back wings, yeah. unfurl. Now, doesn't that feel better? I, I, you're right. That does feel better. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But listen, we we had an agreement, and it had to be done. It had to be done. There's nothing. Nothing, you know. So no hard feelings. This really. had to do with the bet, then. That's what you're saying. Well, I mean, it's in the book. So he gestures. He stops, like fiddling with it for a bit, and gestures to the little orb of flickering 
writing and light. I put it down. And once written in here, it's very difficult to change, you understand. And all it said was, as we agreed, that given you lost the bet, Unan would have to govern the elves for at least a century. Mm -hmm. And so Unan did. You did five. Yes, well, you didn't come back. We were on our way home. Well, I mean, listen, listen, it's not that long for these people. They live a long time. I did good things. I don't really see a, a problem with this. I don't either. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not going to go and change it. You'd have to take that up with, with fish bigger than myself, and as it is. Did you do anything to Sully? Unin's name oh, at all? Well, no, I mean, they, they think very highly of you. They already did. That's, that's why it was so easy. I wasn't going to do anything that, that you know, changed your resume too much, that, that didn't fit the bill. Let's see, we established that, uh, that well, you're, you're going to have to pass this title down to someone now. Uh, we, we, we've set up a sort of method here, and there was always the plan that I was never going to be the only one, you understand, that you were never going to be the only one, but we're called the Elgaris now, the spirit leader. So that's something that we're going to have to figure out. Um, the other big things, I mean, you met, you saw Tamsin again, yes? I figured it might make sense, given that he, that he was quite passionate about things. He was quite passionate. And we had to do some kind of, you know, sightseeing. I didn't, I, I, I'm, I'm happy staying here. But, you know, I didn't want them to feel... I instilled in them some kind of a drive when I first made Varan, you know? It's natural for them to like like seeds right they spread spread and they take root and they want to spread roots so that's the uh, one of the other things i did is the is the neverso of course and then the only other hard and fast decision you made is that we there's a whole issue head up in the top of the forest you can probably see it as he points out over the canopy and you can just see in the far distance just through the slight blur of this strange little demi-plane going on here, some of the, some, some smoke, some black smoke wisping far in the distance. There's that whole mess and, and we put a, we put a small encampment there to, uh, to, 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 to deal with the, uh, the fire. But see, what caused the fire? The fire did. Really. That's the rub. That might be something that your mother has to talk about because it's not from here and it's upset. It's been upset for a long... It was doing this when you were last here, actually. That's the problem. It's been doing it for so long and it really doesn't know why, I don't think, but it's causing, it's causing them a lot of hardship and I didn't really feel like that was necessary. I hope that's okay. Again, you see what I mean? I'm not, I'm not like, you know... Turning them into warmongers, but but I just I I uh I thought well, what would Unin do if Unin were here and I remember well he is here so I just did it. Person to make 
to, to role to play as staunch, staunch grumpies. Oh, it's called acting. <laughs> sit again, sit again, sit again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we all saw the same page there. Those, I mean, there are other little bits. I was here for, a, you know, I was here for a good few, few moons. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could we could chat about this for forever. But oh, oh, um, don't maybe let's let's not. Let's, let's, let's not tell Mummy Dearest about this one. Oh. And do you think Aldwin knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me. Actually, I'm fine with happy. that. Yeah, he does. He's, and that's it is what it is. <laughs> how, do, how do you feel about Aldwin? Oh well, he's he's not so bad, really. Um, once you can sort of figure out where you lie. And where he likes you to lie with him, um, you just have to stay on one side of that margin. He's he's good bloke, good bloke. He just is very particular, right? Mm-hmm. Very particular. So he has actually um, he has a, a friend down here who does a bit of reconnaissance for him. So there's not much point in trying to hide things from him that happened down here in this particular garden. Um, friend. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, just, well, we all get a little bored and a little tired, and I think he tried doing some of Mummy's work, and it kind of worked, I think. Do other of your siblings have friends down here? (laughs) Yeah, she does. Well, other than, right, but... Well, I mean, I think so. Certainly feels that way. Can't you you feel it? Is this how you keep tabs on what goes down here, since... Apparently. I mean, I have a whole family here. Yeah, all of the birds, like <laughs> this is this is what I do. And there was you, of course. You were sort of halfway there beforehand, of course. But yeah, I mean, you can I, I, if you if you listen, you can hear them, all of them, somewhere. Yeah. Um. You said the fire is it in the west? The no, north? fire's up north. Fire's up north. Mm-hmm. We got the monkeys out west. I'm sorry. The uh, they were the the acts of the the humans. They're getting they're 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 really getting their shit together. It looks like sort of not like we are here. I apologize. Alarm break. Um. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely doing more than they were. But they're quite quite lonely, I think. I mean, they... They worship what they see, I think. But they don't really know about us too much. It's all indirect. Um... I... Want to go see... More. I want to spend more time down here. Sure. Check out this fire. Sure. And uh, do you need help with anything? Well, I mean, do you. Uh, this is where we lie, I guess. Uh, Unan, how are you. Where, where are you at? Where are you in your. Where are you brood mood? Oh, brood. Never I have some ideas. Some ideas. This what? first, then that. Yeah. 
Is that what we call a boonie? I like that. What's done is done. No, I know that. The question is, what would you like to do next? Because if you're, if this is, if this is a, a bad thing, if this is not the mood, I'm happy to deal with it. We just have to figure out who you want to give this role to, mm-hmm. and why. I know not these people. You do. You know them enough. There are a few, I have at least four safe bets. And then after that, it's pretty much your 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 game, really. Please, I mean, just... When you um, make them the title that you've given yourself, yes. will they have a longer life? Will they have different abilities? Well, What's going to happen? I mean, maybe a little bit. I haven't really thought about it. They get access to this space. Uh-huh. Uh... In theory, because that's the way I made it. Uh-huh. And if they don't get access to it, they'll think it's weird that they don't. Uh, and they might get a little bit of a uh, of, um, little bit of juice, you know, a little bit of a little bit of a hike up mm-hmm. uh, the ladder. Not too much, nothing crazy, nothing like our level. But again, they've seen us do things as the Elgaris that they would sort of expect the Elgaris to then be able to do. Right, mm-hmm. so there's that certain margin to be, but that's what I'm saying. A couple of the easy choices, you you can't go wrong with any of the the, the four leaders really, because they're all sort of at that level anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, so they 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 make for an easy choice. Um, I guess Tam's in too, and then after that, you've got the you, you pick of the litter of the entire Elvenan civilization. Any old blood's up for grabs. I mean, and if you want to keep doing it yourself, you're more than welcome to. They like you. I think it is unwise to continue to meddle in their affairs as much as you already have. What's wrong with me? Not really. The goal was to guide them. And I did. In a gentle... guide them. All I did was facilitate the things they wanted facilitated. I didn't plant any seeds in their own heads. Not really. Other than the one we might have to talk about a little bit. But it's nothing bad, it's just something that I did do. Right? What is it? Well, there's a whole other... There are a lot of other worlds, you know that, right? Mm -hmm. There's one particular one that's fairly close by... This seems to be pretty important to this world that they're really interested in. So I opened a door and they now have access to it uh, and are thinking about moving some folks there. I don't super know how good of an idea that is, but it's certainly fun. Um, do you want to explain it more? I mean, there isn't a ton of explaining to it. What's it's, the world? What's going well, on there? I have, Where a, is I have it? a link to it anyway because it's where I keep all my information back home. Uh, it's the place where I think magic comes from. I can't be sure, but I definitely draw power from it. Um, it's why I was able to shape my libraries that way. Uh, but they're very in tune with it. We sort of designed them to be sort of adept at manipulating those mm-hmm. energies. I didn't expect it to tether them there in return. So they feel, some of them feel a call to it. 
border on more than most. So I gave them access to a doorway. Um, and it's way down in the brew pit. And so not many, many people have access to it anyway. But A, it's a door that doesn't close. So some of the juice is affecting some of the lower brew pods. Mm-hmm. And B, you can get lost pretty easy. In the pits or in no, the... No, pits, pits you, you, we have, you know, it's, it's part of... Uthevanam, we, mm-hmm. we know the pits, we made the pits, but the other place is not the same anytime you ever go in. Do you mean the cent does Overrun mean the centens in there? I don't know. I don't do that much meddling. I'm not micromanaging all my people. I, I let them do what they want. So whatever Overrun's business is with with Tamsin is whatever their business is, but I know that's what one of the things on the mind of the people here is whether that world is worth exploring. Have any of the um, brood pods that have been by the door, have, have any of them people come out different? Well, we haven't opened those pods yet because we didn't know what was going to happen and mm-hmm. I wanted to be more prepared. Uh, and some of them we did lose the very first. It's why we've been a little more wary about the pods down there mm-hmm. because some of them we just don't know where they went. And, uh, like they're somewhere in the other world. They're not in the pit anymore and they didn't climb out. So. I'm all for this. I think... Let's roll the dice and see what happens, but should we maybe have a door, like an actual closable, sealable, or something that's guarded? I mean, it's just a lot. It makes of, sense. It's, I mean, it looks like there's a lot of moving parts here, and maybe you'll just have somebody watching that so that you don't always have to, or Unin or whoever else comes after. That's probably a good idea. I'm not so good at making like physical doors as I am the holes that the doors fit in. Um, you might want to ask the brothers about that. They're good with that sort of thing. Or if we just want to train a bloke to stand in front of the gate and watch it, that's also fine. I just, we have to be wary because it's this, this is what I'm talking about. They can sort of hear the, the doorway. Oh. And the closer they get to the doorway, the more interesting it is to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of. I mean, that again, that was kind of the point. And uh, it just, we're just going to have to make sure that if we've got some, some one of them guarding it, they're like well vetted, right? <clears throat> so yeah, not too much. Really, truly, could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. There's a lot of things we could do. What do we want to do? What do we we care about? I don't really care that much about the door. It will be interesting to see what yeah. happens. It's not going anywhere also. I'm not taking it away. There is a fire that's been perpetually burning since last week. And your mother might be involved. Yeah. 
How come you didn't say anything? Yeah, before. To about the, the fire? I don't know, because... You didn't call Sindar and say, come down here and fix your mess? Well, I don't think it's her mess exactly. She has a lot on her plate, you know, and she's kind of a lot. So I didn't really want to deal with that if I didn't have to. Uh-huh. It's kind of a drag. So, you know, I... Uh, and it's 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 a, it's a tricky situation. Tricky situation. I think. It's hard to explain. Hard to explain that one. They. Uh, I don't think. The fire is super happy about its condition. Let's go talk to the fire. Let's make you do it. Okay. This fire is alive. Oh yeah, okay. big time, okay. big time alive, and very upset. Do you know what it's a... You know, we can go find out, actually. Yeah, I mean, don't look at me. I, I'm just thinking, if you go, I want to know what, what am I... I feel like I've stepped on some toes. So I want to make sure that when I keep walking, I'm not stepping on any other divine feet with every step. So what... Where are we at, friend? Where are we... Where, what, do you, what do you want from me in this situation? You do what you do. You, you, you do your thing because you want to do it. So keep doing that. Well, but who am I doing it? Do it as, as yourself. Okay, so where have you gone? This is back circling around to the initial idea. They're going to be weirded out if you just leave suddenly and don't show up for 500 years, you know? Seems spicy He's to me. He's gone to the realm of magic. That's a good, Ooh. That's a good exit point. Ooh! Now that makes for Would that not hook. just make them... Want to go there f- more? Um, well, yeah. Not if you say not. Not, n- not if you say don't go. Because that always works. Well, this is when we get a door. Or you say you you've gone to ensure the realm of magic is safe, and when you return, that's right, when right, it's right, safer right, than to, to go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you will never return. <laughs> Until it's safe for them to go. Or you can say you die. Ooh, wait. I like that. Do we want to... This is a... I hope no one else is listening. It's a bit of a dodgy word, but... Do we want to give them a prophecy? X and X will happen when you return from your great journey. Please. (laughs) Let me play with my toys. Get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I think it's not a half bad idea. Whatever ends this as quickly as possible. My purpose is not to be their king or leader. Mm-hmm. Okay. This gives you time to select a new one. Okay. So, I have always known my exact purpose which is clearly you've forgotten your own sorry okay well um terribly sorry about that uh didn't mean to fix it get what yeah yes okay i'm tired of talking about it well i just need you to do a little more talking but to them 
I think it will mean a lot for you cathartically if you take this little dais down a couple flights and give it a little bit of a, a speech or a couple sentences telling them X, Y, and Z so that whatever you want particularly conveyed to them is conveyed and I'll handle the particulars of a successive Elgarius and all that. I'll do the, the, the dirty work. I'll do the busy work. That's fine. You know, what would you rather do? I just want this to be over, to be quite honest. I could pretend to kill you, and then take your place, and then fuck, I'd have to do everything. But you know, you can take my face and you can pretend to be, because I have I'll, all the faces. I'll do it, I'll do it, I, I would. You just tell me what, what, what pieces to move and I'll move them. Let them lead themselves. That's all. Great, great. I can make sure that happens. I'll put it in the book. Even I'll let you write it in the book if that makes you feel better. And I don't offer that much. If you insist on meddling with their affairs as much as you have, do it as a third-party advisor, not a leader. Well. <laughs> I've got plenty else to meddle with. I can go elsewhere for a little while. I've been here 500 years. There's other fun things to do in the woods. Mm. And do not take on my appearance again. Had to fulfill a contract. Went a little overboard with it, but it's done. It's done. And maybe you'll think twice about making bets to the bookkeeper next time. But it's all the water under the bridge. I can, I, you want them to lead themselves? Is that what you want? I don't care if you help them. But primarily, right? That's what you want, that's what you're telling me. Yes. I think you would prefer it if you were that bird the first time we were here instead of... But not as voracious or... as an eater. That was that's nothing I can control, mate. Just ask the rest of them. He points up at the canopy of birds sitting there, and they all in sequence, like, <laughs> they laugh this cackle with ho- like the human blunt teeth, all of them. <laughs> this is just a family trait. Can't help it. Bird fucker. So, yes, hang on. It gives you a wink at that. Uh, <laughs> before he expands that orb again to about sort of inflatable beach ball size, and there are flickerings of runes and actual parchment swirling around it like mad and his eyes mimic it they become tiny versions of this thing as the writing slows and the whole thing becomes like a bowl of papers all stitched together with moving words and sigils and glyphs and he stills them into a into a circle before etching something off the book writing that is there being disintegrated into like ash and then reforming into a new text before solidifying, flashing, and then shrinking it all back down into an orb this big, before then turning into the little coin-sized thing and disappearing as his eyes turn back to normal. And it's done. It's done. You don't even have to make a speech. You can if you want. No. Right then. I will take back my place as a little chirping advisor 
for a little while before moving on to greener pastures. But do let me know if you need anything. I am here for you. I do promise that. The work is done. It's done. Door or fire? Fire. Fire. Is the fire's called? You don't want to come to the fire too? Be fun? Oh, I've been there. I've been there. I, uh... I've had my fill of it. Quite, thanks. Quite. Thanks. That's a... Something I don't really feel like doing right now. It's a little boring. So, not gonna... Can I tell if he's lying? If it's more than just yeah. boring? If you he's avoiding? an insight check. Is there any fear? Like, yeah. I mean, if you want to roll an insight check, you're more than welcome to. Crit fail. Crit fail. You'll just focus on his teeth, That's which are the fine. exact same as the rest of the birds. 28. 28? Insight, insight. Birthday roll. God damn it, 10. 10. Um, yeah, again, also distracted by the teeth, I think. His, like, really unwieldy teeth. You, Nevrick, more in tune with emotions than others. Rub, rub my dice. There, a little there's bit. something. Don't say that on the stream. Just ever like again. right. Just put them down your pants. Take them back rub out. Dice rub my dice. Um, <laughs> I forgot to put in the. Uh, where's the? Thi- oh, I need to. I need to fix this keyboard. I think now. Uh, oh, she went. She hit me. Kyle, who did it? Okay. Uh, yeah, there's something a little behind the surface. Yeah, there's, there's something more than boring to him. That's all I'll say. There's some, yeah. Mamo se Let's go. Okay. Mamo invented Spanish. So, uh, Let's go to fire. He gives a nice long bow. A pleasure doing business, friends. I will see you in due time. As he stands back up, he tilts his chin way too far back, so his neck stretches as his head peels back and into his the back of his like shoulder blades. As you can see, his nose and mouth start to appear through his chest as his whole form ripples and condenses down back into that little iridescent sparrow. That cackles, and that cackle forces the rest of them to do it in sequence. They all like. And they just fly off in a flock. I hated before, I hated during, and I hated after. Great. Leaving you all alone on this sort of demi-plane treetop that's half in Regulus, half not. I think we should just go straight to the fire. Don't go down and then go out. Yeah. That might be a better idea. Also, I think we are still in our forms that... Yeah, let's go. Okay. You better, and I think you have to change before we leave this demi-plane. Otherwise, you'll be stuck like this. I can change at will, but I don't know if we go out of this demi-plane if you'll be able to switch into anything that's not you. I still look elven. Unless you want to just look like you. I'll change. Changing back into the the sort of dull blue Urken form. Okay. You shift. And then you're all, you can sort of see that wisp of smoke far on the horizon. Do you all just want to god travel there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of, what's the word? Might as well. Uh, 
the vampire word. Can't remember. It's useless. Vampire uh, in what? They do the mist. They they do a thing in that one book series I was talking about where they like travel long distances of it. It's like oh, it's flitting. There we go. Found it. They flit where they just like skip through countries basically. Mm. Uh, so you focus on that smoke and let your minds just bleed into their greater consciousness as you mingle with the energies that form the rest of you that aren't planeswalking and you just bounce through space, right? Reality peels apart like fruit around you. You can see all of the colors bleed through as you speed across and down diagonally. Because I, I assume you don't want to appear just floating in the middle of nothing, right? Right. Uh, you sort of... <laughs> I'll follow. <laughs> you drift down and through space until you sort of fly almost as energy through the tree line into the woods and then come to a skittering halt as the world stitches itself back into material reality around you in a particularly dense and chilly part of the forest. It's very, very quiet. There isn't a whole lot of... Um, animal sound immediately around you uh, and the trees themselves not only are they dense so the canopy sort of obscures the afternoon light above you but uh, they are of a darker quality uh, the the leaves themselves are darker and the bark is like greyer it's almost like a birch or a yew rather uh, everybody roll me perception I old lady myself Great. Oh, good. That's a ten. Eighteen. Eighteen. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, you got a ten. Uh, so all three of you can smell quite distinctly uh, burning wood. Oh, Like like wood smoke in the air coming from somewhere ahead of you, more to the north. Um, the two of you can hear a little bit in the distance, like movement, like, like, uh, you know, not like a single thing moving, but a, a mass of distant movement, um, some clanking and, and, and rustling mm -hmm. in general, wood <laughs> scraping wood kind of thing. And you particularly, Nevrick, can feel something in the distance. There's something that is resonating with you out there. Uh, I don't know. It's like there's like a, a frequency that you can feel, and it's it prickles against your skin, um, sort of the same way. No, that's actually all I'm gonna say. But it's it's somewhere even further than the reach of your smell, sense of smell or or sound. But you're in these woods. What do you want to do? Um. Right, I don't know why I'm talking like this. There's nobody around. Um. <laughs> let's go find the fire. Tim's yes. Hopefully, also no. told me there's a, a group of people here. Uh, studying. Well, I don't know about studying. They're here investigating this fire. Hello? Do I sense anybody around us? 
based like, off of just like, like sense or um i would say given the sounds that you heard you, there are there's a grouping of people not too far away yeah um but not necessarily not like within earshot yeah no okay. no um not vocally in your shot, yeah. at the very least, right? Gotcha. And to that point, uh, as you call out hello, it's sort of, you can f- even hear it kind of, there's no echo or anything. It gets blunted by the density of the trees, right? There's, you're, you're in the thick wood. Do we think people and just go people in the forest and hope, or do we I walk? Think, I think moving forward in a more cautious pace might be wise. Right. Onward. Upward. Okay. Just pressing forward, following your sense of sound and smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you move through the trees. And as you move, every now and then you'll spot a tree that's a little bit worse for wear. Um, that looks at first glance a little scorched, but not quite right. Like the tree itself, maybe on, from a quick glance, looks burned, but when you look at it, it's surrounded by trees that aren't burned. There aren't any fire marks on the ground. It just looks like there was a fire almost within the tree at one point. And there is, those start out being fairly rare occurrences, and the further you go after a few minutes, there are scattered few more of them in clusters. Uh, but as the smell of the Wood smoke is getting gradually stronger and stronger. The much more swift incline in sensation is the sound, that sound of clanking and rustling and movement. And it's not too long before just up ahead as the forest slants a little bit upwards, almost on a hillside. Um, I will say notably, still no animal sounds. Uh, on the top of this gentle slope, you can see what looks to be a fairly a decent sized wooden encampment right the whole thing is in a square wall of sharpened pieces of wood to form a sort of pointed fence and there's some kind of multi-layer wooden building in there that looks like it serves as a bunch of different buildings but it's one main structure around with this wooden wall built around it as you can hear the rustling from there you can see clearly over the the not too tall wooden fence there are a couple uh of the telltale signs of like caravan tent flaps that you can see just above the wall um, that looks like they would be on the kind of tents that are pulled on wagons or on carts or something like that in the same blue and gold colours of the Neversil Gilly. Uh, but other than that, you can hear more noises, you know, f- just from within this settlement, this encampment. Uh, and beyond, for, to see beyond the fortress, you'd have to get further up that little hill sort of online with this, this settlement, this fortification. Um, do we go in? I, I think that it might be even fine to just circumvent speaking with the mortals at all. Okay. I think we should Thank go straight you, my to Lord. the fire. I... <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the little teehee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to tap into this feeling, this tingle. Mm. My Peter tingle. Tap into your tingle. Mm. Yeah. The flavors are melting on my tongue. I'm sorry, your what? Your Peter never tingle? tingle? Yes. The never tingle. Sounds never like. Tingle. Okay, that's better. Yeah, great. Peter Good. Like I want to cry. <laughs> uh, 
uh, talk to me about that. You just like, what is your goal there? Uh, to pinpoint exactly where this. Okay. Feeling is coming from this. Terrible goggles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the predator vision. Um, <laughs> so I'll have you roll me a Neverick check, right? Which is basically, I think, going to be a. I think for you, it's going to be less about spell casting and more about your basic like force of will. So I'm going to have you roll a charisma check. You do have proficiency on it. It's like your uh, Ishtava check, mm -hmm. right? And that's going to apply to everyone. Let's collect again. I'll do it. It's like dark spawn battle music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> you can sense as you sort of link into that feeling, that sort of thing that feels like a link anyway. You allow your mind to expand a bit and can feel it somewhere down ahead of you. Uh, a good way is it's past where you can feel the like gathering of life and emotion in the the uh, the settlement, and it's some ways down, and you can feel almost flickerings of that same connection all around it down there some ways, but it's concentrated at a particular point. So all of it right now feels kind of quiet. Like there's that constant connection there, but it doesn't feel active, doesn't feel resonant. You're sending a signal out to it, right, this ping, and it doesn't feel like it's necessarily receiving it or sending something back. But it's it's down some ways. Can you see me? Oh, thank you. I'm gonna start to head that way and I'll say it. Follow me. Yes, my lord. <laughs> so are you evolving into... <laughs> or Mark, <here> it <laughs> It's like a little, uh, uh, what am I thinking of here? Oh my, there's a very particular character that you're... Oh my god, have you seen the Jimmy Neutron movie? Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's the, it's the, the king space aliens oh. for Ublar, the little one. <laughs> Hello, Toast! I greatly admire your ship. That's what you're giving me the, like, old lady version of. Like, yes, my lord. Yes, my lord. Oh, God. Great. Uh, okay, so you're all going together? Yep. All right. I'm moving at a regular speed. I'm moving around the settlement, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, you push in. Push past. Are we doing quietly, stealthily past the, the settlement? Yes. Yes. I don't touch the ground. Even gods have to roll. You're, you're still there. Checks. You're invisible, right? Even gods have to roll. They're, got, they're just like us. Yeah, are you kidding me? You are you literally it. kidding me? Is you that two? That's two. Well, don't worry. I rolled it's a crit fail. It's my <laughs> birthday. <laughs> okay, good. For you. Uh, eight, really eighteen. Not bad at all. You could feel. Uh huh. Nice, a balance. It's because I went, yes, my lord. Crack! You're out here playing the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's to no one's benefit but yours, really. I'm delighted by uh, it. Are you still doing the feetsies even when no one's watching you in the. Oh, yeah. The fancy oh. The prance. Let's just, yeah, it's just unless I say it doesn't out. happen, yeah. it's happening. It's happening. Infinite. Yeah, great. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, and if I fly with my cloak, then, like, 
flowers fly behind me like they're of dropping course, from of my course. cloak. Yeah, like you're seeding everything <laughs> yep, around exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the life's oh, it's just so so tasty, so flavorful. Um, so you guys pass by, not too close to the fortress, sort of around the left side of it. Um, and it's as you're going, you're quite quiet through, but there's just something that is metaphysically like dense about three gods traveling in a pack together through the mortal world. And Unan, it's you that notice as you're drifting above the ground here just a little bit, that from a ways away by the, on the wall of this fortress or this encampment, over the left side spiked wall here, you see a small face peering out between two of the slanted things. Fairly fresh young face. You can only see half of their mouth, but it's clearly open. Watching the three of you go by. At a, at a considerable distance. We're talking like 200 feet or something, if not more. We're just watching you go. Should I kill it? <laughs> just kidding. They don't see something call out or anything. But they definitely, if you keep looking back while you're in view of the thing, you'd see them there. The further you go, the more they're like, sort of squeezed between the spikes looking at you go. I believe there's a young one of them. It shouldn't be a problem. That sounded a bit like a threat. <laughs> but okay, yes, my lord. I'll be right back. Threat or a promise? It shouldn't be a problem. It's like, oh, I can't see him anymore. Turns around. Ooh, it's yeah, right That's <laughs> just disintegrated. Um, but we move on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't feel like we needed to no, talk to absolutely, them. No, absolutely, absolutely. You push like into it. the wood, uh, and it's probably only about like five to six minutes of hiking down over the, the crest of this little hill and down into the forest. And now a lot of these trees are looking drained or burned. And once you hit that five-minute mark and you can now no longer really see the fortress through the density of the tree line it's now becoming unclear as to whether the these trees were drained or were actually burned because now the ground is looking scorched and it's crackling like dehydrated leaves or uh the the ground that once was mulchy and soft now like breaks like dust underfoot and you give it another five minutes as you're walking and you can see little sparks of light almost like fireflies but crimson Blinking and flickering in jagged streaks, just irregularly, through the wood. Some of the trunks of these burned trees still look like they have smouldering embers in them the further you go. And once you pass into this density of burned forest, that wood smoke smell is pervasive, it clings to you, and the air itself is hot and rather heavy as well. Yeah. It's getting to the point that though the canopies aren't luscious anymore, right? If these trees are mostly burned, there is like a layer of not exactly smoke, not exactly fog, not exactly ash that sort of lingers where the canopy would have been, entangling and entwining with all these burned tree stalks that filters the light in such a way that it just sort of looks ubiquitously like an, uh, uh, a grey, darkened time of day. Like cloudy dusk. Though it wasn't that late into the afternoon moments ago. What are we doing? Are we still just pressing onwards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
You continue to move. The air continues to heat up. And you never can feel a prickling under your skin as if you were being gently brushed by a thousand little superheated needles. That sounds absolutely awful. <laughs> it's sort of the same feeling that when you give in to your days of like anger and ferocity and you allow yourself to be tethered to that sort of well I mean it's, there's, that's the sensation yeah. right but it actually feels like almost exciting the, the, what, like when you're your kink. When, yeah. no, no that's what I mean but like <laughs> no. uh, let me just make sure my in a I'm wholesome not, way <laughs> in a wholesome way a wholesome kink uh, yeah hang do on you know like uh, text me when you get home that's a wholesome kink kind of yeah. but I mean like when, when you're like <laughs> part of this is an uncomfortable feeling for you and part of it isn't yeah right it, but it's all familiar it's all familiar and and as the air gets heavier and the more of these flickering ember like lights you see in the trees and in the air the more present this feeling and this connection becomes and it isn't too long probably from the fortress it's only been about 15 full minutes until you reach a point where the trees stop becoming ambiguous and there's almost like a, a tree line within the forest as ahead of you is something akin to a wasteland and the forest is completely scorched as it tilts down almost into like a ravine as if part of this forest was carved out with only stumps of the burned trees remaining but in this area, it's even more obscured, as if there were like nighttime clouds of smoke that now range over this completely desolated area. And it's dark from above, but bright as you look at it, because there are smoldering embers and flickering flames in the air, in the stumps, in the ground, all ahead of you. And it all, for the moment, centers on a particularly earthy divot in the ground, down the slope and then even down into almost a, a subtle crater again, as something lies there. It's fairly sizable, fuck, and it isn't necessarily solid. Right now, it looks like in the center of this divot in the ground is like a swirling mass of really slow-moving, very transparent flame, actually. Oh. Like, it's it's flame sitting above the ground, moving in, like, a whirlpool motion, crackling really slowly, uh, and it's very, very dense, too, right at the bottom of this, this pit. It's not spreading anywhere, it's not burning any through anything, it's just there. And around it, in the ground, in the divot that it's in, that the lights and the embers that you can see in the ground come to, a, like, an intensification all around it. As if the ground itself was bending to meet its this fire's resting place. The smell is... If you were a human person or a mortal person, it would be pretty difficult to breathe right now. Um, do you think we can talk to it? No one's here. Do you think we can talk to it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe so. I have a thought. Perhaps this is not dissimilar to the other problem they seem to be having. This could have come through the door. Or it oh. is a door. Or... Oh. <gasps> well, there's one way to find out. I just got chills. Let's go in. I'm going to... But it's so warm. I'm going to 
how far away are we from mm-hmm. it? From it, you're probably about 150 feet. Okay, so I'm going to jump in the air and, like, fly a, a short distance. <laughs> Towards it? Just mm-hmm. land right Motrin. by it. Like, in the pit right next oh, to it? Motrin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The pair of you watch as Nevrik just, like... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I'm full aware. You, you can run your own course. You're, you're adults. Um, but Nevrik sort of jumps up into the air, the wings spread, and he takes flight and sort of glides down this hill before landing in the divot in the earth right next to the swirling, slow-moving pool of flame. This thing is big! It is very, very big. Even down next to you... Uh, as it's sort of rotating around you, the thing is probably like sort of in the oval shape it's in right now. Like, I'm gonna say 45 feet wide and, or, or yeah, wide and 60 feet or so long in this coiled flame. Uh, and it, it like doesn't quite touch the ground. The ground is like white hot embers just beneath it that bleeds into a really, uh, you know, rivulets of, of flame and embers underneath the earth. And it's... How long are you planning on standing right here? Like, in terms of seconds? Because um, it's it's incredibly it's hot. hot. Like, okay. even for you, who is uh, a heavy tie to the elements, this is, like, blistering, primal heat. Well, then I'll back up. Realizing back up. that it's too hot for me even to handle. Uh, so you just sort of drift up to the top of the of the thing standing there and it's still pretty oppressive but it's not gonna like burn your the core of your divine yeah. soul uh, Jesus you can feel looking at this thing like you you, you know this there, not necessarily like you're, you don't you haven't seen it before but you, there's something some part of you that knows this thing that has an awareness of this thing like, or connection call out to it I know what do you say Friend, who are you? The flames sl- really slow for a second and flicker bright yellow and then move slowly again. No immediate response. What are you doing here? What language are you speaking in? Celestial. It flickers yellow again sort of buckles a little bit and then mo- continues moving like normal. Try prim- primordial. Try primordial. I'll ask again in primordial what it's doing. It flickers yellow and there's a secondary pulse of it as the yellow light rushes into the flame and condenses right in the oval center of it into this sort of like diamond shape of like long slotted diamond of yellow that cracks open to reveal like a bristling red ember of flame slitting down it that looks very much like a long distorted eye. And from this flame, this like gazing flame, a voice ripples out in Primordial. And you can hear it in Primordial and sort of understand it. You feel yourself being directly spoken to. Why can't I wake? I don't. Why? And as that why shrieks, flames leak from the the cracks in the grounds. Can't I wait? 
ground, like trembles at its words. I. Yeah, what you guys can you guys can sort of understand these sentiments <laughs> 150 feet away. <laughs> Is it a <laughs> Yeah! Thumbs up! You're doing great! I don't know what to do. Is it I guess I can ask you as a DM. I don't think I uh, sure. Is it like the vibe check wise, is it like a creature and or being? Uh, without any further rolling, I can tell you you can feel life from this. It is There is a sentience that's communicating from this flame in some way, shape, or form. Um, beyond that, you need to be more specific. I say to it in Primordial, where do you come from? Again, that eye sort of bristles and burns. Rom, my slumber, my only solace. Why can't I find it? And the fire is beginning to sort of burgeon and grow and extend, sort of bristle and flare up in and of itself. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Calm it down. You do emotion things, right? Sing a song. <laughs> do your thing. I try. I can I. I want to roll. I want to roll. Okay. And what I want to see if I. I, I want to roll for the emotion of the day. Okay. And then I want to see if I can influence. Okay. It's emotion. Give me the roll. It would be fun if it's... Watch it be anger. (laughs) If, like, the chat could roll for the emotion of the day with a d6. Oh, that's kind of fun. If it's random anyway, right? Yeah, I mean... We'll figure that out. That might be fun. If you want to do it. What did you... You rolled a three. That is fear. (laughs) Oh, great. Okay. (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, (laughs) So you... there's again like this thing is definitely on its own is feeling a little like skittish and it's making you feel like sort of sink into your little that fear again Uh, and am I crazy or is fear uh, earth fear is uh well okay great tracks Um, uh, as you can feel it bleeding through that own element what with that in mind what do you want to try and do well, I guess with this, I, I can try and intimidate it into uh, submission. Oh. And give me what you got. Okay. Thank you, Father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great being. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, calm yourself. We can figure this out. But I need you to calm down. There's someone more powerful than me who has control over you. And we don't, we don't want her here. So I suggest we keep it down. (laughs) Basically, be quiet or mommy's coming. Do you understand that? (laughs) Exactly. Keep it down. Uh, Roll me an intimidation check. 
This would be the moment for a nat 20. There we go. That's cocked. Can I use a rolling tray? Please. Thank you. That's a 14. A 14? Uh, give me a second. Yeah. Can I? I never used it last week because I didn't roll anything. Can I use the mode of inspiration? I'm, I'm so sorry. We set those rules up so long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Kyle also has a mode of inspiration from, I believe, oh, Nemi for your birthday. Oh my goodness. I. Since it's my birthday, can I gift it to my I'm, good friend? I cannot Neverick? allow that because that's <laughs> that down that road lies madness. Rules. Yeah. Uh, so you speak out to it and be like, I would keep basically like keep it down if I were you. If you want, if you don't want to be stomped on by power greater than my own, and this thing flares up, almost feeding on that like the essence of intimidation on the the cyclical nature, uh, cyclical nature of of fear here. Then kill me. And the ground cracks, a flare of like almost liquid flame shoots up before being sucked back down to the ground. And this eye, sitting there in the flame, stretches out from the flame as the fire takes shape into this one languid arm of bristling fire, almost semi-transparent. Then another out on the side of the thing, stretching and flickering as it goes. The head pulls out on this long, twisted neck of embers and sparks and flames as this long, serpentine, pointed mouth with rows of teeth made of fire and broken wood chatter as two huge wings of red crimson flame erupt from the earth as a great roar and a jet of fire scorches the sky from its mouth. <laughs> we'll pick up here next week, guys. Oh. <laughs> I know it's a short session, but we're about to get into some spicy, spicy stuff. So thank you guys for uh, coming in and checking in on this uh, double holiday, the Kyle's birthday, the Valentine's Day. Go out there and give somebody some love, whether it's yourself, a partner, a friend. It's time to dismantle what this holiday usually is is sold for Mm. and reclaim it for uh, the greater good, I think. So love yourselves. And if you hate it all together, just celebrate my birthday. Yeah, and exactly the point. And now you can do that from here on out, right? Now these things are forever linked. So you have a good reason to celebrate either way. Um, give yourselves a break. Enjoy yourselves. Come uh, join the Discord for a fun, extra personal info and you know secret subscriber stuff. Definitely keep checking out our Instagram as that giveaway is uh, about to get underway, and you do not want to miss that. Uh, and come back here at the regular time, at 6 p.m. next week, for what I think is going to be something very close to our first dragon battle. Oh, fuck, it's a dragon? I didn't even think yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah! Oops. Uh, Arms, serpentine faith. Nope, I was Wings. just like, oh, cool. Listen, it's not nice. flame. It isn't, it isn't quite that, but it's enough for me to call it. Or like a, ball, uh, a ball flame dragon. dragon. Yeah, we're, we're, we're on the way to something fairly, fairly emblematic. Um, so show up, buckle in, and have a lovely rest of your week, guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to rate a channel, but first I just wanted to remind everybody about the giveaway. Check out Instagram tomorrow, um, and it'll be running until February 28th. And, uh, yeah, follow us on socials. You'll find our link in, you know, our, our links page. 
And happy birthday, Kyle! Me. Happy birthday, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Right, we're going Cheers. to raid. Get your flagons out. Get the longboats. Show some Bards of New York love. Here we go. Flanania! That is amazing. Okay, and I think we are out. What's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to Bards of New York. It's your DM, Woody. If you liked us, you can catch us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash Bards of New York. Give us a like and a follow and watch us live. Maybe even chat to us a little bit. Or you can catch us on Mondays on YouTube or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for giving us a listen.